Hi, this is Devin Mejida, and this is Tech and Car World. Today, we'll be talking about iPad OS. Isn't just a name; it's a new direction for Apple. And my guest host Mega is here to talk about the iPad OS. So, Mega, is it really true that? iPad OS is about to replace your computer. Yeah, I think for many people it could, depending on what you use your computer for. If you use it for file sharing, documents, if you use it for editing and for browsing, I think that this could very well substitute your laptop. Well, how about like video editing? There's like a few apps. Lumia Fusion, the best one. But people, some people think Final Cut Pro is a better experience because the Mac has that, right? That's true, and it might be. So maybe it'll take a few iterations for iPad iOS to get to that level. But it's still the different direction of iOS, but it's more like an easy computer iOS, right? Yeah. But also, Apple has improved stuff like multitasking. A lot of things. So, would you think this is the best update ever? Um, I think it's the most different than the iOS updates to the phones, to the laptops, because it's specific to the iPad. Do you think that you would use an iPad next iOS purchase, or would you buy a new laptop? Well, the Mac has a different OS called Mac OS. So, which one would you think is better? Well, let's say video editing or hardcore. Like um, video editing is one bad thing about the iPad that really needs to be more like a computer by having Final Cut Pro on it. But if you think that your Mac can do that, how about Sidecar? Sidecar bar. Sidebar. Yeah. So which one would you choose? An iPad i with an well, iOS or a already, laptop? Well, if you already have an iPad running iOS, so let's say you're trying to work on a photo editing of a new logo on Photoshop Premiere, and you just wanted to use a touchscreen more friendly instead of having keyboard shortcuts because Macs don't have it, and you should ask PC owners how it's a bad experience. So I would think it would be a good opportunity for Sidebar to com- make this happen by having your iPad as a second monitor, right? Oh, I didn't know that's an option. So you can use your iPad as a second monitor while you're using your laptop. Yeah, and you can use the Apple Pencil. Oh, that's nice. What about for kids that are in school? What do you think is a better for them to get a standard Mac laptop or to get this well, new iPad? Well, a Mac laptops are expensive, but a good example would be a Chromebook. Like so, for kids in school. Yeah, would you think they should buy a Chromebook or the iPad, a cheap iPad running iPad OS? That's what I'm asking you. You're in school right now. Well, I could say mostly schools. Some schools can't afford iPads, only a few of them. So I would go with Chromebooks as a stage because iPadOS does have cool features like copy and paste with your fingers, as it's more intuitive, like a real thing. So I would probably go with the Chromebook for students, but like a young, a regular owner who just does their work like you do on your 
Dell PC. So, what do you think you should tell your clients to get an iPad with a keyboard and a pencil as a main primary work computer? So in my job, we do a lot of Word documents, we do a lot of Excel, and then we also do a lot of PowerPoints. Which tool is better, well, a Mac or a... iPad is on more intuitive pencil at like your PowerPoints. Microsoft PowerPoint lets you use the pencil. And I would, and also the things you said, I would think iPad OS is a much better choice. Because I could always get the keyboard, right? Yeah, like the smart keyboard. And I would go with your client if I suggested it. I would suggest an iPad Pro 11 inch or maybe an iPad or 10.5 inch with a smart keyboard in the Apple Pencil. And they could use it as their primary computer, but I wouldn't suggest doing it right now because this is coming in the fall. So, do you think the iPad iOS is going to make iPads more expensive? Well, no, it's just going to make them more like computers. So, there we shouldn't expect a price change. No, just it's just trying to make computers as Apple needs to not go with the tablet industry because our phones are getting bigger, right? So do you think this is a smart move for Apple? Because won't people buy less MacBooks if the iPad iOS is more like a computer? Well, some people wouldn't buy. Most people who are hardcore people would buy Macs. Regular people, I would say, would buy the iPad. So won't Apple get make less money if less people are buying well, MacBooks the since Macs, they're more expensive? Well, Macs and iPads would have a computer price, so we would see a category in the stocks for iPad and Macs. So I think they will be equal. The cost is less though for an iPad, right? Yeah. But some Macs, like the $99 MacBook Air is a great option, I would go. $999. Mm-hmm. But should, should this really make sense as a computer, I'll take over the Macs because at WDC, it was the at least boring thing the macOS update. So do you think it's just a great direction? I think it's a good direction if it doesn't erode their existing MacBook business. And also guys, the update will come in the fall and macOS Catalina will come in the same. Well, I don't know about you, Devin, but I'm looking forward to trying out the iPad iOS. Are you? Mm-hmm. And then Mega, what's the news for today? So the other news that we'll cover is the um, AT&T's new 5G speed test, which yields the craziest speeds yet. So, So, have you experienced using 5G on your phone? Well, no, because it's not selected real, but we saw Verizon and Sprint already did this, so. It's really the devices, I would just go with four devices, or five for now. So first the Motorola Z3 and Z4 with the 5G model mods, and the LG ThinQ V50 5G, and um, oh, the Galaxy Fold, and the Galaxy S10 5G. I like the only phones available. And 
I would think 5G is much faster to have because we saw CES have some have some previews of 5G and I think 5G is going to do a lot more faster connection to our devices with no lag. So does 5G work everywhere in the US the same or are certain areas going to have 5G certain, in certain areas? Certain areas because it takes a long time and it has more waves so it may not work in places like rural areas. So, so do you think 5G is, is faster than all the other phones? services like 4g yeah or well, like verizon sprint well T-Mobile. you think it's if faster? you go to places like san francisco which you should try like if you buy a 5g motorola z3 with a 5g model mod get it unlocked and get it with a tnt's 5g and test it with a regular z3 without a, that case that turns 5g and you can like do speed test and I think you will find out that 5G is much faster than 4G. Yeah. Like downloading an app offline is much faster than than on 4G. So what do you think's been the most exciting news announcement? The fact that 5G is potentially the new fastest phone network or that the iPad iOS is releasing? Well, the first specific operating system for well, the iPad. Well, operating systems, speaking of tablets, mostly tablets, watches, and laptops aren't getting this connection. Only smart hub stuff like HDC's 5G hub for connected devices to run 5G connection. Plus, I don't know about it you, but if Xfinity could try and get in the game of their ways of 5g would that be cool to see them do this yeah so then which one are you more excited about which news well if if you think xfinity or at&t which one's better well no no that's not my question my question is the ipad ios is more exciting news or the 5g well 5g is but not exciting because it's not in certain areas and that's some of the problems because 5G has more waves. And I think iPad OS is much bigger because we now find the iPad as the wheel main computer and then I even mentioned it supports mouse support. Nice. Okay, well, I think I'm looking forward to getting an iPad in the OS system this fall. Plus, we should be excited until we see 5G phones like an iPhone on the other phone come by and that's it for our episode so we'll see you next time hello this is Devin Mejida and my guest Toast Ruba and this is Tech and Car World today I'll tell you tell you about my day at the tech museum so let's begin so so Devin, last saturday you went to the tech museum with our parents and you had been there before was it better than the first time yes because there's so there's new stuff like this thing where you're using this phone to like do augmented reality on the human body 
You use whose cell phone? You use your parents' cell phone? No, they have like these cell phones there where you can do augmented reality. To what see. is augmented reality? Like realistic things. So let's say you want a real dinosaur here. The camera makes a 3D version of the dinosaur. Oh, so they did that with the human body. Mm-hmm. So what about the human body? Like the heart? Yes, all the different types in that section. And it was better than reading it because it was like immersive. <coughs> it was immersive? Yes. And then we saw this IMAX film called Apollo 11, mm-hmm. which was 30 minutes and showed old footage from the Apollo. Is that the one that trashed? No. Apollo 13? Yes. Is it trash? No. What's trash? Like it got into an accident? Well, it shows the real footage. No, but did something happen to that? No. It just happened. Did it land on the moon? Yes, it showed real footage. And. So did we. So, yes. It did show real footage. Did it de- so it did that to the moon? Yes. Oh, so it didn't crash. Then what was I thinking? Well, do you not know it's the real story? It's a documentary. So why don't you tell me a summary? Well, the summary is that the whole movie just showed about NASA getting repaired for the spaceship to fly to the moon. And then Neil Armstrong put his foot on the moon. And then they came back down in the ocean and that's it and and also there's this thing where we're like making our own characters using Lego bricks and then there's <gasps> some camera oh you must have loved that part yeah so you so they had cameras there for you to use well yes like the camera scanned the model and so then, you built a model yes you stand it with a camera. Yeah. And yeah. then what? You can make your own. Because it uses machine learning to know what type Make of your own what? Animal. I don't... So, if I modeled, like, a, a lion... Yeah, we'll show a picture of a lion, and then you customize it on some screen. And then it just shows it up on the bigger screen. And also, it was basically the same. And there was some virtual reality thing mm-hmm. where you were flying over New York, but I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Oh, really? Nope. But so far, it's really a great place because I'm in tech now. I think it's a really awesome museum. And then, Ruba, what's the news today? From um, Apple may abandon the problematic Matt T-board. Um, it has had enough of its controversial butterfly switch T-boards in favor. It's going to have a new design. Um, so what's the difference between a scissor switch and a butterfly? Well, your scissor switch. This is a keyboard. Like, press one type. Like, press one key. That's good right it's regular but it always wobbles see like when i 
You see it has wobbles. Mm -hmm. Plus, when you're trying to make a thin laptop, that is too tall for the keyboard. So you have to make it so the butterfly mechanism makes it thinner, the keyboard thinner. But it doesn't make it wobble. But the problem is the typing travel wasn't great on it. What do you mean typing travel? Like, it was like flat. Oh, and so you said people liked it when it's elevated a little bit? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. And it got duplicated if you, it, if it, if you didn't press, if you pressed on it, it didn't even type a word. So basically Apple's doing back to what they used to have. Scissor, but trying to figure out a new type of design that could work better, like a scissor mechanism, but wouldn't have any of those problems. Plus, I heard they're going to get the new MacBook Air and new MacBook Pros are going to have the new keyboard technology. So which one would you buy if you were going to buy a new laptop? What do you mean, a scissor or butterfly? I'd buy a scissor because you said that's better. So you just want going to wait for the 2020 MacBook? Yes. Oh, 2020? Is that, when is that, Tim? January? Uh, it comes, it's going to be released in 2019. Oh, so I got my laptop in 2015, end of 2015. Yeah, it's like your laptop's four years old. It's pretty good, though. Yeah. And also, last year they launched one, which is still available, but I don't think that one isn't good either because of the butterfly mechanism. Mm. Plus, would you think professionals are going to like the new MacBook Pro's keyboard switch better than a PC? Well, I mean, you mean like companies? Companies usually buy what's... PCs. Yeah. Lenovo. Is it a popular one? I think Made has Lenovo, right? No, it's Dell. Oh, Made has Dell? Yep. Made is their older sister. So, the one that Devin claimed had a better podcast than me, but I'll leave that up to the viewers to decide. Or you can just put that in the comments. And then new and then news from the word this time we'll see song Samsung is launches a now Samsung teases a the Galaxy Note 10 event on August 7th. So do you think this will tell us anything about the phone when you look at the event picture? Mm -mm. We know, so let me tell you what the design. So there's gonna be a black top notch, just like a dot on top of the screen, like the phone, but it's smaller. And in the note, it's like a stylus phone, right? Mm -hmm. So, so does that tell anything? Plus, we might be getting a new black color, too. But I don't know what this symbolizes for the Note 10. What does this symbolize to you? I don't the know. Note what do you think it symbolizes? 10? Mm. Or drawn a dot? For that type of reason? And that's actually it. Now, it is the event is going to be on August 7th. So, not yet one more month. But I hope this 
Spams of Galaxy Fun is a better one than the previous. So, Flipper, what's the other news from CNET? If you're into iPhone photography, some of the best features to look forward. When is iOS 13 coming out? Fall. So that'll be an update on my phone? Yes. Um, it says that it'll it'll have a lot of new apps that will um, improve your shots, give you more options to edit. Like those. You'll have um, additional tools like sharpen, no- noise reduction, vignette. You can um, chop and rotate your... Um, your shot as well as tilt to the angles, which would be nice. You don't have to, it sounds you're not gonna have to use iMovie anymore. And I would think it's good because it's better than having a computer next to you because your phone, it's like better experience, like from a computer to a phone. Well, I feel like iMovie isn't that great for editing videos. Like it reduces the quality of them, it makes them smaller. Like, I feel like if they include... Put in Final Cut Pro. Is that a different app? Yeah, it's for Pro Video Editing. Yeah, but they're going to make it part of iOS 13, so that'll be nice, right? Yeah. Plus, some other company like Nokia did this under Nokia 9 Preview, which is basically a Android smartphone with five cameras. Seriously, with the five cameras. <gasps> Where are the cameras located? Well, like, er- what? Where are the cameras located, my friend? Okay, so, here on the front. Mm. Does the design kind of look scary when you think about it? No, I don't look scary. So, the camera with five, with says optics, Gives you the best shots. Oh, these better shots than your Plus, they done a better job at the finer details. And video editing is great. Plus, HDR is better. And the Qualcomm Snapdragon 45 processor, not bad. And GUIL is an IP water resistant. Plus, you can use Adobe Lightroom CC on it, like a good video editing structure that takes advantage of these cameras. Mm-hmm. So is that cool? Yeah, it is cool. And that's it for our episode, and we hope we see you guys. Have a happy 4th of July! <laughs>